Do you struggle to find answers to your pelvic health problems? Do you feel silenced in your quest to just feel better? Women, girls, sisters, if you have experienced infertility, PCOS, incontinence, painful periods, sexual trauma, and so much more associated with the pelvis, then Women's Pelvis Wellness is a place for you. Me and experts from around the world are joining here to get you the answers to the holistic health that you have been seeking. Please join us in being a pelvis wellness warrior. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Women's Pelvis Wellness. And we are here again with Nicole Magic of Magic LLC. Um, Nicole is an empowerment alchemist. She works with team leaders and holistic specialists who feel stuck in one or more area of life. Those who feel discouraged, yet they know that there is more in this world for them than their current situation has to offer. Through her empowerment programs, she specializes in helping you overcome fears and negative patterns that hold you back. Shows you how to create harmony by bringing into alignment the five foundational life pillars with your true divine essence and calling so you can live the life you deserve without compromising who you are or what you love. That's beautiful. Thank you. So um, I met Nicole through um, a women's networking group that we're part of and I heard her speak um, and then she heard me speak and we just kind of got together and it was magical, just like her name. <laughs> So, um, Nicole, last time you were on, we had, I mean, it's a lot of information packed into a short amount of time. Um, and we never really got to hear any of your personal story, which, um, I think is pretty incredible. So, um, again, but it's also, it's also very in depth. We could talk for hours and hours. So just kind of give us the bullet points if you could, um, you know, whatever you feel it like really brought you to anchor into the work that you're doing now? Hmm. Well, since I was born, since I can remember, I've always been able to see auras, see spirits, feel, see energy around people. So um, that, in discovering that that is different and not the norm, um, especially being raised in a very um, Christian household, um, it was, I was kind of more the embarrassment of the family and, you know, things that I consider gifts were considered, you know, devil things right. when I was growing up. Yeah. So it was really hard for me to understand what was actually happening to me. You know, as I got older into preteens, I was astral traveling and um, just my intuition just kept getting more and more heightened and things like that. Fast forward into another section of my life. I mean, I, I wasn't aligned with who I really, really was. And I hit this space in my life where I just felt that um, I didn't really want to be here anymore, mm -hmm. but I had three young boys at the time. So they, kept me holding on because even though I was literally fantasizing about death and yeah. dying, um, I just, uh, I couldn't do it because I couldn't leave them behind. Sure. And then I had this miraculous thing happen to me. 
but I don't know if you want me to tell this whole story or uh, about this. Um, I guess just, just yeah, kind of probably just what you shared with me earlier, yeah. Okay, so I was driving home from work and um, it was, there's so much more detail to this, but I'll just kind of give the highlight reel. Uh, there was an accident that happened across the highway on the other side of the Jersey barrier from me. It was rush hour traffic. I remember everything slowed down and it was like somebody or something pushed my face to look at this other car. The front was, um, the door, driver's side door was smashed in and I'm sitting there wondering, everything's in slow motion, but my mind is on full force. Mm -hmm. Wondering, oh my God, what happened to this woman who I can see all the details of her hair and the curls and, and her bobbing around after the impact in slow motion, wondering what other car hit her and, and where was it? At which point I looked up and this guy contorted face, just screaming, he's going to land in my lap. So his whole car is going to land right where my steering wheel is. Wow. So I saw in fast forward motion that how he was going to land and his car going to crunch on top of mine, pushing the roof of the car, my car down on my head, snapping my neck, and I was going to die. Yeah, so you saw all of this. I did. So I screamed and ducked down like this, and I crouched down as far as I could go, hoping that when the roof came in, that I would be low enough that it wouldn't snap my neck. So at that point, I saw my kids and my family and I said goodbye and everything got calm. And I said, okay, I'm ready. And then everything went black. And then it felt like I was projected forward at this rapid, rapid rate, like light speed or whatever. And then I don't know how long that happened, but then I came to. And when I came to, I was the only car on the Mass Pike during rush hour. And I, I, when I came to, I went <gasps> like that. Yeah. And I said, oh my God, I almost just died. Oh my God, I should have just died. Oh my God, am I dead? Because I'm looking around saying, this is so surreal. I don't even know what's happening. And I ended up calling my mom and I'm like, mom. And then when she answered the phone, she goes, oh my God, Nikki, I was just praying for you. I, I usually pray for you in the morning. I just had this feeling that I need to pray for you. Oh my God, are you okay? And I said, mom, shut up. Can you tell me if I'm dead? Am I dead? And she's like, oh my God, you're not dead. You're talking to me on the phone. I'm like, but I don't know. I think I might be dead. <laughs> so wow. I told her the story and she was like, you just rode angel wings. I'm like, I just rode something. Yeah. Um, it, I still can't explain it. But after that point, all of my abilities were heightened to the umpteenth degree. And I could tell you stories that are just miraculous stories after that point. But I will tell you that that wanting and that longing to leave this earth and be gone from it completely went away. And I had this, I'm like, I have a mission, you know, hey. and I have to fulfill this mission. So that just catapulted me into so many different things with what I do now. Yeah. And that's just so interesting because, I mean, I never, I never thought or fantasized about death, but I know there are so many women out there who are living lives for everybody else, and they're not living their life for themselves. They're not following their true path, 
And sometimes it takes a massive awakening, you know, smack in the face like that, because the previous more subtle hints obviously weren't seen. And that is so easy to do when we have kids. Yeah. You know? Um, or, you know, when we're trying to have kids or if we're struggling in some fashion, we can't see all the spiritual gifts that every single one of us has. And, um, you know, I personally, I've never worked on a woman who, um, who got pregnant after doing energy work because of like the energy stuckness was related to like a sexual assault, but other practitioners who work in the pelvic field have. So when you're working in that area, when I'm working in that pelvic area, I combine the um, energy piece, the Reiki with the physical hands-on therapy. So in that hour, you're getting full physical therapy, full Reiki. And this is why, because I feel like you cannot do just one or the other. You need to combine them. You don't need to, but I feel, I feel like it's definitely more well-rounded. Yeah. Um, and so I know you, y'all have to check out Nicole because she's also like a chemist. She has amazing degrees. She worked in, you know, labs and did all these amazing things. And so she definitely has that science piece. She knows the science piece, which I love when I'm talking to energy workers, because it's always just interesting how similar they really are. Don't you think? Amy, this just came up in my head. Yes, I do think. Um, I haven't shared this in any other podcast before, but um, I keep hearing to share this story because I had a friend, a really good friend, one of my best friends, early on in my, my early adulthood that, um, when she was trying to get pregnant, she was having a really, 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 really hard time. It was really getting frustrating for her trying to have kids and, you know, years were going by. And I basically, one night I was laying in my bed and I just, I kind of, shifted out of my body slightly and I rolled over on myself and then I went through my wall. So I went through my wall, like where my bed is. And when I passed through the wall, I ended up at her place and I saw her nursery Mm. and I saw the setup for twins, one boy, one girl. And I couldn't wait to call her because it was like, I don't know, two or three, four o'clock in the morning when, when this was happening and I, I couldn't sleep after. I'm like, oh my God, I have, to, I have to call her. I have to call her. And when I talked to her the next day, I said, everything's going to be okay. You're going to get pregnant. You're going to have twins. One's a boy, one's a girl. And she's thinking that this is the most perfect scenario that this will never happen. Right. Yeah. She's like, F you, Nicole. <laughs> F you. That's what I got. And I'm like, okay, yep, F me. You're the one who's going to have twins. And I'm, I'm dead serious. I saw this. I was wide awake. This wasn't a dream. This was a vision. And I said, this is going to happen. Fast forward when she actually called me up and said, hey, um, I'm pregnant. And I said, okay, boy and a girl, twins. 
And she's like, F you, Nicole, <laughs> again. <laughs> and I'm like, I am dead serious. I, this is what's going to happen. I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. And I mean, she had gone through IVF rounds and everything. And um, I stuck with it. And I said, this is what's going to happen. I said, I'm expecting you in X amount of months time. You're going to call me up when they're able to do the ultrasound. And you're going to tell me a boy and a girl twins. <laughs> and sure enough, that's what happened. When I got that call, I, she goes, um, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, I totally believe this. <laughs> a boy and a girl. And she's like, F you, Nicole. <laughs> I'm so happy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I just she, thought that, you know, with, with what you do, this yeah. is the stuff, this is the energetics of it because it's like I did yeah. some energy work with her and, you know, it's a real thing. This is not. Yeah. No, it definitely is a real thing. And what I, one of the things that I really want to stress women is how you can have healing on so many different levels of your psyche through your pelvis. And you don't have to remember any of the trauma that I find so great about energy healing because you don't have to relive any of it. You don't have to remember any of it. I mean, I know personally, because I've had sexual abuse and sexual assault in my past. And um, when I was a little girl, I know it happened, but I don't remember it. I have no memory of it. And I'm okay with that. Um, but I've worked so much and I've healed. And I don't have to, you know, remember it like some other therapies kind of require you to do, you know. Um, and also, just as in another example is, um, I do know a practitioner who did work with a woman who was sexually assaulted in college. So fast forward, you know, 15 years, she's 37-ish, um, trying to get pregnant, can't get pregnant. All of her labs are perfect. She's like a rock star with her health. She's so great. Alkaline, lots of fluids, has a great support system. Nobody knows why she can get pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, so when the practitioner started working on her and this practitioner was only doing the physical therapy, no energy work at all. But when you work as viscerally, which means very, very deep as the therapy that I do, you can't help but have like an emotional release sometimes. Um, and she started having an emotional release on the table, like just crying and stuff. And she said that she started remembering like the assault that she went through. And she said, I thought that I worked through all this. Like this doesn't control my life. I don't think about it. I worked through it. And, but she never dealt with it from the energy aspect because she didn't know about it. And four months later, she was pregnant on her own. Isn't that, so, it's incredible. So that's why that, that piece is so important. I can't not, you know, do that. And I can't not share that, you know, education piece with other people. That's amazing. So what do you want to talk about now? <laughs> Whatever you want to talk um, about. Well, if you want to dive a little bit deeper, I think into the chakras, um, because I think it is a piece that a lot of people are either uninformed or misinformed. Um, and also, 
um, you know, I don't, I don't want to single out people, but I was raised in a very strict Christian home also. And again, those things were not allowed because it wasn't of God. Right. But what did Jesus do? I mean, he walked around touching people and healed them. I know he was captain. So <laughs> we are God works, you know, however you view God's spirit. I like to say creator because that's what they did, right? They created. Um, so when we have, when we kind of connect with that piece of it, spirit, creator, God uses people to heal other people. So we have those gifts that he had because we're an extension of him. We all have this ability. So yes. So proceed. Chakras, <laughs> energy. Let's talk about, um, I know that we talked a little bit about chakras and the, the interconnected sure. stuff on that. Um, so this is going to be a little bit more of an expansion, but since we talked about sexual trauma, why don't we talk a little bit about that and how that affects the chakras, right? Because yeah. how does that rip through everything? Because right away, when you have a sexual trauma, those first three chakras that we talked about previously are now being corrupted. Right. right. They're being sent for a, a, a total loop because root chakras being completely violated. You are not safe. You are not secure. There's like, forget it. Second chakra relationships with other people. It's not balanced. It's not, there's not a consensual sexual thing that's happening. So you're blocking yourself from feeling pleasure. Right. And that can shut a person down too, in the sense that if there's certain trauma that happens, you know, you can subconsciously shut the pleasure center down so that you can't attain orgasm or, you know, have that, um, the, just the sexual bliss that's involved in even getting to that point, right. you know, so there can be some issues with that sensation, being able to open up and trust somebody enough to get into a, a sexual situation um, with that openness, because again, you don't feel safe, you don't feel secure, and you don't have trust. And then what does that do is uh, a lot of times whatever is happening up here is telling you that you did something wrong, yes. right? You did something wrong, so now your third power center is shut down or closed down or blocked yeah. off because you know you don't trust that self-esteem. You don't trust yourself. You, you're you are worried about what everybody else thinks about you. Yeah. Um, you might try to control situations because you didn't feel that you had control in that situation. And now you want to control everything else around you. Um, there's just, there's so many different things that can happen needing constant reassurance. So the insecurity, because you're not sure of yourself, you don't even know who you are anymore. Right. And that can ripple effect, right? So now Let's go up to the heart. How does the heart feel when that world is rocked down below? The heart is, if you can't trust yourself, you, well, can you love yourself? You're not loving yourself. You're not giving yourself the love. You're not allowing yourself to feel. You're not allowing yourself to be. 
And then what happens? We close down here. We don't voice. We don't stand up for ourselves. We're allowing people to walk all over us and we're not going to stand up for ourselves. So then what happens next? <laughs> when our power center is directly connected to our third eye, our intuition and our ability to trust ourselves is like completely going back and forth. So you can tend to be cynical or gullible, oscillating between the two, right? So you either want to believe everything or don't believe anything. And there's no balance between those two. So you can see how those two just kind of play off of each other sometimes. Right. Um, trouble making decisions. I don't want to make a decision. What's, what is the, what's the, that's the crown. I don't want to make a decision because now I'm afraid it's going to be the wrong decision. I, I don't trust myself. Yeah. I don't trust myself to, to know that I'm connected to the universe, that I have guidance. I'm not going to believe my mind because it lies to me all the time. Um, I can't speak up for myself. I, I don't love myself. I don't trust myself. I don't trust other people. I don't feel safe. Yeah. And it's like this thing that just keeps happening up and down, up and down, up and down creating more disruption. Where do you begin? A lot of times people will come to me and they'll take my chakra mastery quiz and they'll be like, Nicole, everything is effed up. Yeah. And I say, just, you know what? Send it to me. Send it to me. Let me take a look at it because everything is messed up. Okay. I, I know what this is. Yeah. And I take a look because it's because the ripple effect has happened to the point where now you are recognizing that all this stuff is out of balance. But when I look at it, I can, I can see certain patterns in there and I can say, okay, it's not everything out of whack because every single one is out of whack. It's everything is out of whack because this one and this one is out of whack. And right. this is where we begin. If you know where to begin, you're going to the root causes instead of just saying, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, I want more, more intuition. I want to enhance my intuition. Well, we forget that we need to be grounded. In right. order to process that information, we have to be grounded. We have to feel safe and secure. And in ourselves too. So our power center, we have to be able to trust our in ourselves to recognize that our intuition is talking to us and it makes sense and you should listen to it instead right. of talking yourself out of it. So there are different things that can happen. So that's one thing that um, yeah. I'm really glad to, to be able to help people with. Yeah. And for those of you who are kind of tuning in, um, maybe learning about energy for the first time, um, when Nicole talks about grounding, Literally, I mean, I think the best way, to, like you literally need to touch the ground, <laughs> go outside, hug a tree. Um, but there are sometimes we live in places where that's just not, you know, an option. Um, guided meditations, visualizations, breath work, um, acting childlike. I have three kids. So one of my favorite things to do with them is just play with bubbles because I can, I take this, we have a, we, we love bubbles. So I have this huge bubble wand and I just play in the backyard and children are very grounding and children are very healing and they're just awesome. So you can find a kid to be around. That's cool. Um, <laughs> what are some, what are some ways that, um, that you suggest people ground or that works for you? Yeah. So I can actually give one of the techniques that I tell a lot of people, especially when I'm doing like aura photography for them and I can see that they're way up here and just like, or there's so much in their head when you can feel like 
your, your anxiety is starting to raise up or you're up here in your head. I call it bees in my head like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're getting that. Oh my God, there's just so much up there and I can't sort through it. Or you're starting to feel like maybe there's just so much going on that you feel like you're in this bubble that's outside of your, your own head. It's all those pieces, whatever it is, however you feel it, basically you want to take that down and, and bring it to a baseline. So a really easy exercise is this. When you take your breath in, you're going to concentrate where your energy, what it feels like to be up here in the top of your head, in your crown area, um, whatever that feels like to you. It could feel like a bubbling. It could feel like a pressure. It could feel like a stream of energy that's coming in. Whatever it feels like to you, just focus on that for one second right? So when we breathe in, we're focusing on that. And then when we breathe out, we're going to breathe out really quickly and go immediately from your head straight down to your heart. Just, just like that. Like you're jumped out of an airplane, right down. Yeah. So nice deep breath in, right out. And you feel how it kind of brings you down, like to a baseline, a nice calmness, if your anxiety is amped up or if this is a, um, an emotional charge that is very strong, I tell people you might have to do it a few times. But what you'll feel is that you'll feel up here, you'll go down here and you'll bounce back up, but you're not going to bounce back as high as you were. So you do it. And if you do it again, it'll come lower and it might go lower until you feel that this this stabilization and you'll feel it because it just clicks in and yeah. nobody needs to know what you're doing. You can just, I just did it. I just right. took a regular breath and I, you get used to doing it throughout the day. If you consciously do it throughout the day, you will find yourself in a much more balanced state throughout that day and do it enough daily routine. It becomes a subconscious habit that keeps you stabilized, keeps you safe, keeps you grounded, keeps you secure. Yeah. No, that's good. Thank you. Um, I did want to mention too, um, I was part of Nicole's uh, first chakra mastery class. I was the root chakra expert. Um, and I took, like I said, I've been doing this. I mean, it's not, I know a lot of people have been doing it longer than me, but I've been doing it for eight years and I taught, you know, about the chakras and everything to, you know, to small groups of people. It wasn't until Nicole's class that I even knew that there was a front and a back to the chakras because none of my mentors or anything ever told me that. Um, and I never even thought to look it up because how would I, how would I think to even look that up? Um, and when that was explained to me, that really helped me understand a lot because I, especially with, I believe it's, the third eye or the crown where um, like you have a lot of ideas, but you don't act on them or you don't uh, complete them. Third eye. And yeah. And if you ever wonder about like feng shui, like the back of the third eye is the direction that you want to have, want to be facing to whatever direction, whatever, you know, north, south, east, west, and all the little increments in between. That's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, so it, it is, it is really interesting. It's totally worth your time if you want to learn about energy and chakras, um, and really, truly how that can help benefit you 
and, and I know that we've talked a lot about fertility um, and sexual assault in this um, and how, how that's kind of combined, but it can help with a lot of other things too. It, it's not just those two things. It can help, like I, I mentioned before, you know, um, GI issues, you know, if you have Crohn's or PCOS, endometriosis, there's a lot of things um, that can be improved with energy work in combination, of course, you know, with several other things. So um, what would you say is maybe, I don't want to say the number one thing, but as far as, I guess, learning about um, the chakras and again, specifically the pelvic area, is there a certain exercise, like, I don't mean physical exercise, um, but is, is, there, is there some energetic or meditation or visualization that you can kind of throw out there that maybe can help people get in touch with those so that they can heighten their intuition? Okay, so that's going to depend on the individual person. However, sure. Sure. you know, um, exercises to strengthen your intuition. Um, I, I teach really easy techniques in my third eye activation class. Yeah. So there are easy ones that you can, um, that you can do. But even just putting your awareness at your third eye and feeling what it feels like. If you, if you start, okay, this is what's coming to me for your audience right now. So yeah. whoever it is out there that really, that somebody out there needs to hear this particular piece. If you okay. really want to start um, working on your energy centers and your intuition and all of that and start healing through, this is what I'm hearing for you guys is start working on, putting your attention on a chakra. You don't have to go from the root to the crown or pick whatever one that you want, whatever one that's calling out to you that you feel, well, I want to get to know this chakra better, your heart, right? Maybe it's your heart. I want to get to know this. What, how does it feel? Like really put your consciousness in there and, and trust your intuition and guidance. Okay. So this is an exercise in trusting your intuition in how you feel. What are the sensations that you are feeling? Write them down if you can, because your body and energetically and physically is going to talk to you. You're asking it to talk to you, so it will talk back. So pay attention, because this is something that things might come up and you might immediately say, oh, no. But if you write it down and go over it after and get real with yourself, you probably find, oh, yeah, yep. maybe I should focus on that. So it might be you're not giving yourself enough self-care. You're putting everybody else before you. You need you. Okay. Yeah. And maybe it's your solar plexus. If you feel that in your power center, this is where we are like, oh my God. Sometimes yeah. we feel that like feeling because yeah. I'm not ready to be me. And maybe yeah. you're not. And you know yeah. what? But that's okay too. Yep. Just start chipping away at who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Ask your solar plexus. Who am I? What do I want to be? Write it down. If you go to your root, how safe and secure do you feel? Why? Right. 
go to your go to your sacral where your belly button is how creative are you are you super creative are you not creative at all do you feel like that are you really do you just say you're not oh i'm not a good drawer but you draw fantastically who knows what that is you know you have different talents right well and two what i find is um i think we need to flip the switch too on what creativity means yes because when people think of creativity, I think we automatically go to like crafts and arts scenes and drawings yeah. and arts. And it's like, I mean, I have been totally geeking out on how awesome my zucchinis are growing in my tiny little kiddie pool garden. Yeah. Like I'm growing zucchinis and I'm so excited about it. And I get, I do, I get excited every time I look out there, I'm like, oh, they're getting bigger. That's creation, gardening, whatever fills you up and makes you feel good writing. is what you should do. Yeah. Writing. Writing. Yeah. I mean, however Just you use your imagination, mm -hmm. which again right. is why kids are so fun. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like, you know, we could go on and on and maybe eventually we'll do a series. Um, but Nicole, why don't you just toss out to people your contact information? Um, if they want to contact you for, any future future if anybody wants to see what, a little bit more of what i do contact me or uh actually download my free chakra mastery quiz and take it for yourself um, that will help you really give you a starting point as to what could you be focusing on and um giving you something to think about magicllc.com which is m-a-j-i-k-l-l-c.com that's where you want to go. And if you just scroll just slightly down, you'll see my free chakra mastery quiz and just peruse around there. You can, uh, there's an easy contact form that you can send me a message. If you have any questions or about anything, really just send them on over. I answer all my emails. Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And I mean, this is, this is just like not even skimming the surface. Ladies, there's so much that we could talk about when it comes to this part. Um, so definitely feel free to reach out. And as always, if you're not being heard and you're not being helped, so find someone who hears you. Thank you for joining me today on Women's Pelvis Wellness, where you can be heard. Because remember, if you're not being heard, you're not being helped. Please join my Facebook group by the same name, Women's Pelvis Wellness, and join a community of women who are there for you to support you, guide you, and love you through your pelvic health struggles. Also, this is a great place to check out my new class schedule. Thank you for joining me in becoming a pelvis wellness warrior.